Seventh Avenue Pizza, the official pizza of the Soda Pod. The Soda Pod, the official beer and hockey podcast of Seventh Avenue Pizza. From the land of the lakes, beautiful Minnesota, welcome to the Soda Pod. Isha, join me here alongside the state of Hoppy, and thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. How's it going, man? Things couldn't be going better. Here we are. Early morning recording before a day of drinking and watching football. Let's go. Oh my goodness. Yes, we are. I mean, drinking will be done regardless. It's just a matter of happy or sad drinking, which I'm sure will kind of rinse and repeat between the two throughout the game, just knowing how the Vikings like to operate. But let's fucking go. So this so, is the one we can win. <laughs> so, so far, when I've gone to, you know, watch party events at Back Channel, uh, the home team is 1-1-1 one, one, and one because I, the USA soccer team, that was the home team, and they tied against England. So, you know, a draw, sorry. How are they the home team? Uh, the Americans? No, I'm just saying, like, or that was the, the home team that everyone was, like, cheering for, obviously. that was. Oh, yeah, no, say that different. The home team is the team that's playing at home. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, the team that better better that, way to put it that the watch party was based around. Guess what? For Viking watch party specifically, the home team has won every time. Oh yes. Guess who's playing at home today? The Minnesota Vikings. Which uh, what a gotta, what was what a positive spin. Gotta tease this quick too, and I'm already spacing on the name because I wasn't even prepared for this. But uh, there's some guy out in Arizona who is the quote-unquote CEO of Arizona Viking fans. And he basically did the whole, like, shoot your shot thing on Twitter, saying, like, oh, man, like, it'd be great to go to this game. And I think he, like, tagged Delta or whatever. Yeah, dude, like, absolutely insane. Like, him and his wife now are vlogging the whole thing. That's amazing. They, like, came in. they're, They're sitting in their hotel room, like, watching the news story about them and saying like and he says that uh the kid that's on the way needs to be named either kirk justin or kevin the wife isn't so sure and then he literally just turns over and puts the camera on her (laughs) that's awesome no i saw vince uh was um was tweeting about that so that's That's so awesome though like oh yeah like that literally made this guy's life he was already a lifer but like he will never be able to like not support the Vikings after a stunt like that. It's just a cool thing that literally costs the Vikings nothing (laughs) to do. And and, no, we don't see this often from professional sports teams. So it's, it's, it's awesome that, you know, I mean, shout out Delta for kicking it off. though. We don't, we don't often say good things about airlines because it's just not in our nature because we're spoiled Americans, but you guys don't even know. You guys don't even know in Canada. It's a thousand times worse. I've 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 like heard sports. I've heard I've heard Ryan Whitney's stories. Like Sportsnet <laughs> and uh and TSN, there's only two in Canada. Realistically, there's some, you know, Callwood ones that fly locally, but at the end of the day it's WestJet near Canada and they both can just fuck off. Again, I've I've heard the Ryan Whitney stories. I'm yes. I'm very familiar with yes. how bullshit most things in Canada tend to be. Yeah. Um but awesome for that guy. Again, hope he has an absolute blast today. Admittedly, we're probably going to have more fun, though, over at Back Channel. We'll talk more about that later. Um, but, yeah, Vikings game day. Um, not sure 
Coming off Where a wild win. With... Coming off a wild win. Sure, kind of. <laughs> hey, it, Dean felt, Evison, it felt dirty. Dean Evison, he did say, he did say in his post, um, I was just going to say post-fight presser, geez, I'm still on like MMA mode. In the post-press uh, conference, post-game press conference, that he was overall proud of the group. Marc-Andre Fleury played out of his mind. And, and also that they didn't expect to blow anybody out because this is the best league in the world. And the Arizona Coyotes, they do play in this league. It's just funny. I, when I heard those comments, I was like, yeah, but there's no relegation in this league. They've also <laughs> lost seven straight. They played <laughs> their backup goalie on the road. Uh, yeah. It, we'll just say it wasn't the greatest, but we'll get into that more later as well. Relegation would um, be fun, man. Relegation would be, it'd be fun. fun. But then what league do you send them no, to? I know. I know. Like, that, you can't send them to the AHL. That doesn't make any fucking can't sense. Send them to Russia. Send them to Canada, maybe. Send them to like the third world country. Um, Alaska? No, we'll get into Alaska talk later. A <laughs> lot of prefacing here. Oh, baby. All right. Let's just, uh, on the other side here, we will be uh, doing a little bit of beer talk per usual. Do you love sports? Do you think you know more about sports than all of your friends? Do you like getting things for free? If you're still with me, you need better edge in your life. Legal sports betting in Minnesota and a free, that's right, free $20 sign-up bonus, no deposit required. Go to your browser right now. Type in betteredge.com slash sodapod. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge, E-D-G-E, dot com slash sodapod. S-O-T-A-P-O-D to claim your $20 today. First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalock. To Stalock! To Stalock! I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. Well, you're all hopped out? All right, Isha. We had uh, quite the accomplished business meeting this week. Um, oh, yes. Went in, met with the great folks over at Loose Line Brewing. Not sure if any of you have heard about them. They newer. Um, all the bikers, gosh, I would guess. All the cyclists listening yeah. are just like, oh, I know. I know that place. <laughs> <laughs> I found fun. I found fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out in Plymouth. Uh, they've been established for a couple years now, but uh, fairly new. They started the brewing scene during COVID. Um, and I told them this and I. Don't get me wrong. I obviously want to speak kindly to any brewery we're meeting with, but I also won't lie. They are one of two breweries that opened. And within the first like month or two, I had their beer. I'm like, okay, this one's good. Like most often, like, and this is across any brewery, right? You open up, there's things you got to figure out logistically. You don't have the formulas perfected yet. Like the just process whatever, too. The whatever. process usually, usually when you're moving to a bigger facility or you're kind of you're, you're upgrading that step up, and there's growing pains, literally. Yeah, but I'll go back a year later, and I'm like, okay, this is good, or I'll be like, okay, I was correct the first time, yeah. no more. Well, I talked about <laughs> it last year, um, back in BC, Cliffside Brewing in Nanaimo. When I went there, when they just opened, cool little spot, but I was like, this is not for me. Like, and I tried a few flights, just nothing really grabbed me. I went a year later. I mean, one of the best porters I've ever had. Amazing hazy IPA and a great golden lager as well. So I was like, yeah, it just took 
some growing pains. Took some growing pains. There we go. First beer that we have here mm, today. So this is the one that Isha is primarily crushing. So we have the Foggy Bottom IPA. An incredible um, IPA. It, it's it's. I would say to Isha, like it is, it is really good. Um, and hazy IPAs are generally pretty approachable, but I would say that this is a really good gateway IPA too. Like exactly. it, it's just one of those things that like some people don't have the taste for IPA yet. My wife was the perfect use case for this. She like forever was like IPAs fucking suck. Keep it away from me, whatever. And now she's like obsessed with new England IPAs because she like tried a couple of mine. I'd kind of pick and choose the ones that were more approachable, the ones that tasted better. And now she's at the point where like she seeks them out, which is crazy to me. Um, so again, I, I think the foggy bottom again, it's not something that's going to like smack you with flavor. I love the flavor of it, but yep. it, it is really like it's lighter. I say basic, not in a negative way, right? It's just more approachable, a great Kickstarter that they it's one of the flagships. It should always be there on tap again, folks in Plymouth um, drinkability through the roof. Oh yes, um, Bruins and Bruins here here. Um, man, I uh, the tap room though. We walk in, massive tap room space, really cool. Lots of tables, several TVs, and they even have like five pinball machines, which like that always gets people going. And, and two separate areas as well, because there was like a private event going on near where the pinball area was that they just like I think they had like a big curtain uh, to separate it, and then they were saying that they actually had. Not like not a wedding reception, but like the actual wedding, like the ceremony. It's the ceremony, yeah. <laughs> At you know, their their little um they have another whole like hall next door. Yep, just and, extended space. Exactly. Yeah. And they actually hosted the wedding there, which was that's crazy. That's amazing. And yeah, this place is such a cool joint. I can't wait for the garage doors to open in the summer, man. Oh, for sure. Well, and anyone out there that is a pinball wizard themselves. They're actually kind of juggling the idea oh, of yes. having a pinball league. That's right. A pinball league, oh, which my goodness. I think sounds fucking awesome. Um, and then saying, for you gotta just put like GoPros over it and stream or have it on like the big screen. Like the, like the actual. No, no, they got to wear it on their hat oh, or whatever. We can get multiple angles, but I'm saying just one looking right, you know, at the glass where you can see everything going on. You know, like, like when we downloaded those fucking, you know, games on our computers in like elementary school you got that like whole view of it and you're giving her that's what i want to see during this turn it, it'll never happen because you know legal reasons but imagine if you had a like one day tournament where instead of a quarter your currency is a beer and you can keep putting in an extra quote-unquote quarter for each beer you finish. Oh. So like obviously get you're getting you're getting quick. you're getting crippled by the end of it, but if you can keep it together long enough, like that that's a way to uh I like crush it. a record. It's funny. I, Again, legal reasons won't ever happen. Not advocating for it, but it would be hilarious to watch. It's funny. I've been like just studying everything that like Mr. Beast does on YouTube lately because the guy's a genius. It's funny because the content's not even really my cup of tea. Some of the stuff it's in like I, I maybe would seek out and watch. But for the most part, I'm watching it just to like kind of study it. And my mind went when you're like, yeah, instead of quarters, I thought you're going to say like a thousand dollars, like a hundred dollars because the guy just... All his challenges are for like crazy amounts of money and things like that. So I was like, Wait, yeah, that's some that's crazy for sure money. what I'm advocating for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, the other beer that we're having here today, the one that I'm primarily enjoying, we have called the Black Friday. 
It is an good. imperial stout with coffee, vanilla, and cacao. Um, just delicious. Oh. Um, I would say I'm probably not having more than one in a sitting. Like not it's because rich. of strength, but it, it's rich. It's thicker. But my goodness. it is incredible. This is amazing. Um, and kind of the opposite end of the spectrum, right? If you're Complete new opposite, to yeah. the the brewing scene, probably not the beer for you. Like, don't start here. No. But if you're someone that likes stouts, darker beers, like the coffee edge, and you're okay with something that's a little bit more rich, got a little bit more on the palate, it's incredible. Highly advocate for it, but new beer drinkers go for the foggy there, bottom. Do not go for the Black there, Friday. There's <laughs> no, like, little to no bitterness, just all flavor in this. It's yeah. just like, it's so much, and it's so good. And the, the good news, too, with Loose Line, they always have a really expansive tap list. So if yeah. you go in there and, like, uh, again, Black Celtics Friday, too. if you're a little bit uh, more green when it comes to beer drinking experience, they'll usually have other dark beers that are way more, like, simple, approachable, not going to be aggressive. Um, so you can kind of work your way up and figure out where you're at. Um but yeah, I mean, more to come. Uh, we have uh, some things in the works. Going to be doing some on-site events. We're going to be doing some collaboration on just creative content. It's going to be a lot of fun, but um, Kayla in marketing over there, awesome, awesome person. Tim, owner who I connected with initially, just kind of bullshitting in the tap room that led to this. Uh, Tim, you're the man. We're excited to work on this a little so bit more. So excited to work with Loose Line. Yep. And, uh, oh, I, I talked about this on uh, the show with Z, but uh, <laughs> oh yes, it's great that uh, one of their employees is so addicted to purchasing waggle gear that he legitimately, his New Year's resolution that his wife assigned to him <laughs> isn't to stop buying waggle. It's just, please buy a little less waggle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I absolutely like you've got to be on a whole different level there. And it's like, like Z's asking, he's like, how much can you buy though? Like they only have so many like shirts and hats. I'm like, I mean, you know what? Like double the, up. Well, let's pull the Ross Geller, right? Like oh, yes. maybe you're carrying a little holiday weight. You want to have two different <laughs> sizes depending on time of year. Like I, I, I never know. I didn't even think about the size aspect, but I probably should since I'm in America now and I've just been like crushing seventh Avenue pizzas and more food than I ever could have imagined. How yeah, you're going to go from extra small to almost small. medium, medium. I think um, medium. hopefully it's because I've been squatting more and I'll just outgrow these pants. But I'm anyways, sorry. Squatting more means you have bigger arm muscles and wear a bigger shirt. People in the podcast can't see, but yeah, I threw, up, I threw up the flex there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, I would just say like, cause I'm a guy who back home, I, I found like, you're a big hat guy. I found the perfect hat, right? It was a perfect snapback. It was a, a black snapback with just like green under the tongue. And I, it was just perfect. It fit me perfect. I loved it. Dude, I bought the tongue. Is that what it's called? The bill? Bill. Okay, we call it tongue in Canada. There's a tongue on my shoe. We also call that a tongue. Anyways. Bill, okay. I... I'll have to say, I hate fucking beanie, but I like Bill. That that's That is better. That, that is, yeah, I'm sorry. I won't... Yeah. I can understand your like toque versus Obsession beanie thing, yeah. even though, again, I'll never be able to go with toque because of the pronunciation, because that is the holder for a skate blade. <laughs> Spelled different, but no. Okay, back to the hats. So I bought, <laughs> I bought 15 of them 
And my little sister knew that like every year for Christmas, if she just bought me a couple of those hats, two for one deal from the kids, they're like the most basic hats, like the, the brand name from the store called lids that like I was happy. And I just, I had, I think I have two more. The store called lids. Yeah. Like, the, I think most people know what lids is. Well, I didn't know if it was Canadian or American to be perfectly honest, but anyways. I, I'm pretty sure it's American. Okay. Well, there you go. Anyways, lids, <laughs> they're, they're black and green snapback. I would just buy like a chunk of them at a time. Cause I would, I'd wear Cause I'd work out in the hat. I'd wear the hat out ahead yeah. of events. And like, it was just my like everyday one too. And, I have two or three left. I have to check. Oh, man. My as far as workout hats go all through college and even since. And granted, I don't wear hats as much anymore because now I'm kind of in the like I'm wearing a full hoodie because I want to sweat my ass off. And like I've got the hood up and shit. Do you wear a toque? No. Okay. Some hey, some people at the gym do. That would just morning. soak up so much and be disgusting. Like, I wouldn't be able to like <laughs> remove it from my head. But what about sweat band? <laughs> I can't be that douchebag. Um, <laughs> no, dude. Uh, I have the uh, 09 Stanley Cup hat from oh, the Penguins. Nice. And that literally just became my workout hat. You know, make it authentic. All the yeah. players got sweat all over it, right? There you go. I still have that thing from the 09 Cup, and it is like. You can see it on the ground over there. It doesn't look all that bad. Not, no. I promise you the thing is disgusting. Yeah. I'm... I need I need to see if they still have those anywhere for sale. I need to get a new one. <laughs> Recycle that bitch. I love how the team... That... It was also the coolest hat. It is nice. I love how the, the team that doesn't win, all their hats just gets shipped to like... Africa. Yeah. No, yeah, that was the joke. Uh, the all Vancouver through college, Canucks 2011, and... we saw so many pictures on Instagram, dude. Well, my one, my one buddy... Uh, Timmy Wolford, shout out, buddy. I'm guessing you don't listen to this, but that's okay. Timmy. Uh, he he played uh, at St. Mary's, and that was our joke every year during the Super Bowl. Is like, which of these shirts is going over to Africa? Like, we'd, we'd come up with so, something more clever, obviously. I, that was uh, very lame. I think on Canucks Twitter, there was a few people who went and did, like, some work there, whether it was, you know, um, through their church or whatever organization. And I remember them, po like, posting pictures of, like, Canucks 2011 Stanley Cup champions. What? <laughs> and anyways, getting because there's like a few kids with hats and like shirts and things like that, which was uh, yeah. Which hey, I'm glad riots broke out in Africa for the first time. Okay, come. <laughs> I'm glad. That, I'm glad that they they go to people who need them and not just yeah. burned. Even no, though, for sure. Even though they should be fucking burned. But it is just such a hilarious concept. Like, well, these are worthless. Uh, let's send them over there. It and is so uh, funny. Well, I was to trying think to think. About. We'll we'll have to actually do like a little bit of research on this one. But based on who has made the most championships and lost, like oh. who does Africa think are like the top teams dude, in each sport? Dude, that we got like, to do that for What's YouTube. their impression? We got to do that for YouTube. <laughs> so we'll, we'll circle back on that. Uh, last thing before we get into some actual hockey talk. Um, <laughs> do have to rewind to last week going to St. Cloud. They did finally retire dad's jersey. That's right. Matt Cullen. Penns fans will obviously know him more so as dad. Um, dude's an absolute unit beauty. I don't know what else to say. He's just awesome. And now I'm just waiting for the Mark Parrish ceremony. Oh, I'm going to be there repping that Northland Jersey, baby sign Northland Jersey. Let's go. Oh, baby. That'll be a fun. That'll be a fun one. Those tickets are going to be hard to get. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see if he can slip us the oh, like heads up before it's announced. The soda pod special. I think he'd call it the Northland special, but yeah. Shout out Northland Vodka, the best damn vodka in the world. <laughs> give, oh we'll just give goodness. him another plug. I know, we, I know, I know that uh, we have already, or there's another uh, one. You know coming, what? Here but... comes one right oh, oh. now. On the other side, we've got NHL talk. Do you like supporting local, local business, local hockey, 
local legends? Do you like vodka? Martinis, screwdrivers, Bloody Marys, White Russians, whatever you can find. I'm more of a vodka fresca guy myself. If you nodded yes to any of those, look no further than Northland Vodka, giving 5% back to local hockey and, of course, the recipe that was masterfully crafted by local legend himself, Mark Parrish. Everyone get out there right now. Support Northland Vodka. Run. Don't walk. All right, now uh, what's going to become a weekly thing for us uh, because it's just that important. We are the biggest Chicago Blackhawks super fans for the remainder of this hockey season because if Connor Bedard ends up a Blackhawk, well, it'll pretty much ruin all of our lives. So it's so funny, by the way, that, that we're talking about this because literally on my MMA stream yesterday, <laughs> we were talking about this one guy. One guy was like, so like, where do you think Bedard's going? And I was like, I just anywhere but Chicago. If anything, I'm rooting mm. for Chicago now. I will. I will admit, I personally would rather see him in Chicago than Philadelphia. That's the only one for me that's worse. I, for you, not for, me. For, okay. For me, but also, okay. Pretend that you're not like tied to any division or the Blackhawks aren't in our division. Okay. Which fan base do you hate more? It's got to be pretty fucking close. Uh, Philly I'm the is wrong person to ask. So I'm scummy. the wrong person to ask because I'm a Canucks fan, and I just that's I, over a decade ago. It's I still can't listen to Chelsea's dagger. I will. I will Chelsea dagger, but fuck, Chelsea does not own a dagger. Fuck Chelsea and fuck that song, dude. Okay, except for the parody on YouTube, that was they funny. Have, they have never. <laughs> okay, that series never happened. Like, okay, pretend it's. I don't know. Again, it's purely the fan base that I think Philly will be way, way worse to know, deal my with. My roommate's a Philly fan. He's pretty cool. He's a fucking loser. <laughs> Love you, Joe. <laughs> I just I don't. I I almost want Bedard to go to Philly so I can film a vlog of Joe, just like in utter. Do you think excitement. he even knows who Bedard is? Oh, he knows. We watched World Juniors together. That's right. He watched one game. No, no. He's <laughs> he's now sending me like uh, pictures and stats of Bedard like every week now. He's obsessed. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, the Blackhawks are second biggest team we support. That's right. Over Vancouver, over Pittsburgh. We need to see Chicago wins. Oh, the irony based on everything that's going on in Chicago. <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Vince is listening to the podcast. And he's like, you fucking right, boys. <laughs> we love you, Vince. Let's go. Uh, our boys, the Blackhawks, had a three-game win streak going. Oh, they go. shut out the Yotes, who the Wild couldn't shut out. Not a big deal. Uh, they beat the Calgary Flames in overtime, and Poor they flames. beat the Colorado Avalanche. Poor Colorado. Um, sandwiched for the past week, which also, how have they played so many? Or no, no, I'm going way too far back. That's right. So whatever. Not in the last week. But then they got Brock back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Uh, <laughs> lost 8-5 to the Kraken. That was horrible. Oh, that, I'll drink for that. That, uh, that made me laugh. That That's good. That's good. But uh, looking at the standings, they are still uh, in last place. Now, important uh, to note, which it's weird because like 
if you're an actual Chicago fan, you don't like that you have games in hand, but that you have games in hand. So right now, I think Columbus and Anaheim are slightly below them. Let's see. What's the uh, percentage? Oh, nope. Chicago is behind on win percentage. So there's that. Um, but man, uh, rounding out the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11. There are 11 teams that can have a shot at Bedard via lottery. And <laughs> still in that mix is Florida. It's so funny. Cause How I'm sorry. Like, is that? like there were people that thought that was a good trade. We were very early haters of yep. the Sherat trade. Not only because we think he's an overrated player, but why the fuck would you give a 2023 first? And even worse, how do they get the 2023 first and fucking Philly gets the 24 first when they send Giroux? I don't That's get it. Trash. I don't get it. I don't get it. I hate the flyers. So I'm happy that it didn't happen, but like that's a kick in the nuts. Like I actually kind of feel bad for them. Yeah, I dude, I would that's, be, it's, it's, I would insanity, be inconsolable if that was the case though, knowing that the flyers are going to be one of the like, lottery teams anyways plus having a second lottery ticket i would be distraught you know one thing and i'm sorry joe i know you're listening i'm going to call you out here for being such a diehard flyers fan maybe you don't deserve bedard because there's been he and he has said like he doesn't have the grit no no he's he's been busy and you know they've just been it's been atrocious to watch them this year i don't think i've seen joe watch a single flyers game this year oh he's probably tuned out mm. i mean it's kind of like me with the canucks although i have watched seven full Canucks games. The rest I've watched like a period here. And In there. fairness, he's watched Vikings games, so he's dealt with as much punishment as he can take. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But no, yeah, he <clears throat> he's usually pretty good about it. I don't blame him this year. Like, I'd more so be like, I'm just going to ignore and hope that the draft just, pick ends up being good. Torts interviews is entertaining Which, enough. Weirdly enough, they're sitting at nine currently. So, uh, that's great for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Love that for us. Let's go Sharks, baby. I want them to get Bedard. But in the in the five, yep, we've got the Sharks. We got Arizona. We got Columbus, Anaheim, Chicago. Those are the big dogs. Now, sitting at six is Montreal, uh, who also has Florida's pick, uh, which, like, realistically, I, I don't know the odds for the 11, so maybe it's not that big of a jump, but I got to imagine that puts them at least above one or two of those teams yeah. as far as odds, especially if Florida starts falling. Oh, my God. That's, I almost want that to happen. That would make for it great, for a, great pod, content. Yeah, con yeah, content and just unbelievable like storyline and conversations. Yep. Our group chat's gonna go nuts if that happens. Now, this coming week, Chicago Blackhawks have four matchups before our next episode will release. They host the Sabres, they're on the road visiting the Flyers and the Blues, then they host the Kings. We are praying for some kind of overtime scenario with the flyers because we want both of them getting points. Yep. Neither of them are a threat for the playoffs. I, I I'm not sure what the blues are yet. How do I feel about this game? Do I want that to go to overtime too? No. Or are we worried that the blues could catch the wild? The blues will hang. I don't think they're going to catch the wild, but they'll, they'll hang there till the end. So we want, we want the Blackhawks to, all right. We want Blackhawks taking that one clean. Yeah. Um, and uh, we definitely want them to beat the Kings. Yes. I'm a little torn personally on the Sabres because I'm genuinely no, cheering I want for the, the Sabres yeah, to make the playoffs. I want the Blackhawks there. I want the Sabres to win. I that want one. the Sabres <laughs> to make the playoffs. Yeah. I want that for Buffalo. I want that for our boy Joey. Yeah. 
I want it for me because they're a fun fucking team and, to watch. And you know what? I've never, I've never hated Buffalo. Like I've always, whenever they've like kind of gone on the run or they had a good roster, I've always kind of rooted for them. Anyone that's hated Buffalo is a loser. Yeah. Like, what reason could you possibly? Well, I mean, have? you could kind of go after the Pagulas, but I mean, it's not that. No, bad. that's fine, but that's not a reason. That's that's like saying you hate the Dallas Stars because Norm Green's a scumbag. Well, I hate the Canucks because of Aquilini right now. So, I mean, I mean, so you don't? You're not a black, You're not a Canucks fan. No, I am. And it's so then shut the fuck up. It's so sad. All right. Oh. Um. All right. So Blackhawks update. We'll see what happens over the course of this week. Don't worry. If you're following the Soda Pot account, we'll make sure that we uh, continue to share all of the victories so that we can celebrate together. Um, Calder talk. Uh, oh, here we go. This has been a weird fucking year for Calder, to say the least. Because well, not everyone, weird. There's just like there, no, there's, it's weird. There's there's no star as far as a rookie goes. Okay, go ahead and tell me why it's not weird. I mean. That there's not necessarily a star every year. Right now we have three goalies as the front runners for the Calder. That's fucking weird. Uh, it... Tell me how they're not. No, that's not what I'm arguing. I'm just saying I I wouldn't classify it as weird. I would just say, hey, it's 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 a goaltender's year this year, and not a forward or defenseman. I don't know. I don't find that no, weird. I'm not weird for liking porn. You're the one that's weird <laughs> for not liking porn. I'm normal shit. Uh... I mean, it it is interesting. Maybe, it, maybe it is she'll come back line. in and actually drop the real quote, but uh. it is it is interesting. It is a storyline, but like, I don't know. It's it, it's bound to happen every few years, right? I mean, no. We're, when when has it ever no. happened? Were we going into this? Has season? there ever been more than one goalie nominated for the Calder? Okay, that might be weird, but um, there's three right now. You think all three are above you right know, now? Yes. Veneers, uh, McTavish. Do you, do you even know Vanier. who the three are? Vanier, uh, I have them up right here. Logan Thompson, Stuart Skinner, and the Car- Car- or Carolina's goalie. Or Lukanen, you won't even say his name. Or Pekka Lukanen. No, but he's also a dark he's horse. Good. He's good. I like him. But no, the other one. Say his name. Coach Ketkov. Kachekov. I'm getting better at the Russian names. That was not that bad. Because of, no, it's not because of like the MMA streams as well. I love his name though. It's like P Y O T R for Peter. I think Piotr. I'm guessing it translates to Peter. Piotr. P P O P. Hang on, I'll come up with your Hawaiian name. <laughs> there's a there's a UFC fighter who's P E T R. Maybe we'll start something. We'll we'll start doing giveaways if people can name every single movie that I reference. Oh, 100%. We'll hook you up with some waggle no gear or something. I mean, it's not going to matter because no one's going to get it because I have way too many. But. Again, does you say fighter's <laughs> name is P-E-T-R and it's pronounced Piotr. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to the call uh, talk. So yeah. you are bullish on that it's it's a goaltender. I don't think, un- it'll, I don't think it'll last. I, I'm really? saying right now. Okay, as we look at They it right are now. the three front runners. They are the best rookies. Because you know no one else has stood out enough. Like there, there's been plenty of good rookies. Like think, think about the Wild, right? Marco Rossi is the guy that everyone had tabbed. Like he is going to be our Calder representative. Nope, Kalen motherfucking Addison. Kalen Addison is fifth in points. Points, dude. Right. Granted, that's mostly with assists. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's a, def- no. he's a defenseman. Of course, it's with this. He's a fucking stud. Quinn Hughes' so good. points are all coming from the assists as well, right? <laughs> They weren't when he was uh, called their contender. No, but which no. again, I will, I will 
stand as witness. I don't pander to Isha because fuck Isha, but like Quinn Hughes should have won the call yes. over Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr is every bit the better player. But that but season, that season it, it's not even, I think they had very comparable seasons. One was the catalyst for their team. The other one blended in exactly. with a bunch of other stars. That should have been but the, the this, edge. This can't be confused, people. Oh, Kale I'm McCarr so is 5X the player that Quinn Hughes is. So I'm clipping this. I'm sending it right to World Hockey Report. I'm going, look, boys, you were wrong. You were wrong. Yeah, because they're going to take my word and be like, yeah, you're right. We're wrong. Jenner <laughs> respects your word more than mine. I don't know if he... <laughs> no, I don't think that's true. <laughs> he, may well, re- well, he may retweet some of my tweets, but I think he respects Hoppy. We'll word. brush that one under the rug. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that the only forward right now that's making a great case is Matty Beneers. And again, like he's been good, not great. 36 uh, points, 42 his, games, 17 his, goals. His team, though, performing as well as they have with him largely playing a big role, that probably boosts him. And let's be real. I don't see a world where the NHL is willing to nominate three goalies. I think that would be so fucking cool if they did. They might, <laughs> but you know, to your point, man, they might have to. They, they won't. They might have to. They don't have to do shit. Okay, what about two? Beneers and, and two others. Because to be honest, McTavish, he ain't winning it. No, McTavish needs to do something crazy. He ain't winning it. Nope. Kale Addison? Fuck, I hope so. I hope because because of the defenseman factor. I hope Addison won't win it, but I hope he can be nominated. Imagine if he's in top three. If if he gets nominated in the top three, that's that's all I can ask for. Because I I don't see a world unless something send it Hoppy's way. Unless something big happens for the rest of the season, it's gonna take a lot for him to leapfrog the goalies and veneers. Just, but to be one of them, again, I, maybe the league is only going to nominate one goalie, even if all three deserve it. Um, at this point, man. Because as far as defenseman, I feel like you have to nominate. No, no, I'm saying for the goalies, though. Oh, yeah. As far as, like, I I don't think this is the best of the goalies, but I think you got to go Logan Thompson for the situation he got thrown into and how well Vegas oh, has played. Speaking of, we, we totally, we didn't even put this on. Oh, our Jesus. Robin Leonard. Robin Leonard. Oh man. Going full Jack Johnson. Snake farmer, baby. Going. Not, it's not full Jack Johnson. Jack no. Johnson got <laughs> fucking bent over by his fucking parents. I just meant with the filing for bankruptcy. Oh my goodness. You the, gotta be careful. Of the comparisons the you make snake farm. That's apparently where his money's uh, going. First off, is there any way that we can link <laughs> Leonard to Brent Burns because there's no motherfucker in the NHL that can convince him to invest in a snake farm besides Brent Burns. Yeah, Brent Burns clearly is doing it right because Brent Burns still has money in the oh, bank. He doesn't dude. have a farm. He just has a bunch of pets. There you go, yeah. <laughs> dude, how... Actually, I take that back. He basically has a ranch in Texas. <laughs> how do we forget to put that on our outline? I I haven't read like the full article about it. TSN had Because one. I don't know enough about it yet and I'm afraid to talk about okay, it until okay, all the details okay. are out. Next week, we're going to dive into it like, you know, into the deep end. Yeah, for those, for those uh, insane dude. He is filing for bankruptcy because he is sunk in for like, I think it's eight figs. Holy shit. In some snake farm, I believe in Missouri. Was that right? I don't know. I don't know. Seems like the place for a snake farm. Bunch of fucking weirdos We will out do there. our research and, and really, like we said, hit this dead on next week. But my. But poor Robin <laughs> Leonard. I mean, you, he's had mental health problems in the past. There's no way that this is fucking helping. Oh my <laughs> goodness, dude. Man, that I was just Bizarre. like, are you kidding? Bizarre. Me? 
but yeah, I'll uh, I'll take that one on the chin. That's uh, that should have been in the outline. <laughs> wow, wow. Oh shit. Um, Speaking right. of something as impactful, Ovechkin hitting thirty goals for seventeenth season. Oh fuck, dude. Wow. He, first off, he's just an ageless beauty. Um, but also to put this into context, I mean, everyone knows that he's chasing Gretzky's record, but you look over the course of NHL history and look at the numbers for, you know, 20 goal, 30 goal, 40 goal, yeah. 50 goal, 60 goal seasons. Ovechkin is a fucking freak. It's insane. I'm looking at 20, it right now. 20 goal seasons. Ovechkin has 18, 20 goal seasons. That ties that, that puts him in sixth place. There's a handful that have 19, one with 20, and Gordie Howe has 22 oh. because he just played forever. Um, Best hockey player to I ever don't, play. I don't Gordie think Howe. Ovi has the chops to catch it unless he literally does what we've said and he just takes a like cheap deal and Every just year, is a yeah. power play specialist. He can put up 20 power play goals, no problem. Oh, yeah. But uh, if he plays I, 82. That's that's my. I have a bank. feeling he'll be gone before then. I think it takes him less to beat Gretzky, and by the time he beats Gretzky, he's probably like, "Peace, I'm going to Russia." Um, but 30 goal seasons, he is tied for first with 17. Wow. With Mike Gartner, who was a little bit of a journeyman, yep. I think he had like five or six teams listed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 40 goal seasons has 12. Also tied for first place with, with Wayne Gretzky. Great one, dude. Which, guess what? He just hit 30. All he needs to do over the course of 30-some games is get 10 more goals, and he passes Gretzky all wow. time for the most 30-goal oh, seasons. I'm just swooning so much right now. 40 watch for Ovi. 40 watch for Ovi. Oh, he'll get it, dude. Um, Also, 50-goal seasons, which Jeez. I don't think he hits 50 this year, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. He is sitting at nine, and he is tied for first with Wayne Gretzky and Mike Bossy. Two of the the other greatest goal scorers to ever play the game. I'll tell you what, Mike Bossy might actually be the best goal scorer to ever play. Dude, he... it's not talked about enough. No, like, it's not. We we talk all the time, and obviously, I'm biased, and I learned that you're also biased weirdly towards Mario Lemieux. Oh, like we talk all the time about Better how injuries derailed him. Mike Bossy. If yeah. that guy doesn't have the injury problems, he is probably revered as the best goal scorer ever. It's crazy. He is a freak of fucking yeah, it's nature. It's crazy. He only played 752 <clears throat> games. It's it's a shame is what it is. Yeah. Um, but so he can eclipse both of them this year if he hits 50. Dude, dude. One, two, three, four, five, 60 goal seasons for Mike Bossy. Well, thank you, Isha, for trouncing on the next piece. Sorry. Uh, Ovi sitting at one drum roll, please. Uh, how many do you think the record is for 60 gold seasons? <laughs> Gretzky and boss here tied at five. Isha, you fucking plug. Why well, didn't look um, at Gretzky's record? Also, uh, Ovi is tied at ninth with one. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that he had more than one. Me too. Not, I mean, I would have guessed two or three, but yeah, just one. Yeah. Um, and then 100 point seasons. And this is a fun one. This is going to uh, irk Isha a touch. Oh, no. So he has four, which is actually tied for 20th, which is really good for like a guy that's a pure goal scorer, right? He's yeah. not like, he's not as rounded of a player. Um, and a guy playing now, in this modern Gre era. Gretzky's record is 15. Okay. <laughs> he's a fucking freak. But Isha, there are two current players ahead of Ovi. Can you guess who the two are? For 100 point games, active players, or 100 point seasons. Active? Wow. 
Active. Two active players that have more than him. Um, You're thinking too hard. One's easy. I'm thinking way too. Crosby. Crosby has six to Ovi's four. I know Malkin doesn't. Who has five? Oh, this is going to Who has 500-point seasons that's Who's currently still playing, playing right now? Who's still playing? Uh, I'm going to feel like such an idiot when you tell me. I don't know. I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> the what would what would piss you off? What would piss me off? Um, if he's on the Boston Bruins, if he's played half the games of Ovi or half the seasons of Ovi, is it Patrick Kane? Why would that lead you to Patrick? No, I know. I just that was just quickly just came to no. Connor McDavid has more hundred point seasons. Fuck out of here. Connor McDavid has five hundred point seasons. The fuck and out of here. I don't that's know. So, I don't, that's that, uh, yep. I don't I know like that an in, idiot. That that doesn't include this year either. So he's about to hit six. Amazing. <laughs> That is amazing. So <laughs> Connor so, McDavid has more hundred point seasons than Jesus Obi. <laughs> fucking Christ, dude! So I, right when I saw that stat, I'm like, I can't tell Isha about this before the show. I can't. So yes, I feel like an idiot. And B, holy fuck, this guy is a, unbelievable. Connor's a freak, man. He is. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted, dude. <laughs> Here, I'll show you the list right here. Um, oh my god! Right here, man. Here is the uh, <laughs> is crazy 100 point season. So Sidney Crosby's sitting at like he's tied for sixth. Yeah, with six of them, he'll get one more at least before he calls it quits. Maybe even this year. Um, but then you scroll down because they're highlighted, right? We got Connor McDavid with five. He's got more amongst many point others. Season than he, than he has not right. Like. He's a- <laughs> Oh said, man! Yeah, two seasons where he hasn't. And to be honest, his first his rookie uh, season, dude, he was you hurt. Hear, you want to hear a fucking crazy one though? Okay. Um, don't look. Okay. Um, pick a defenseman that has more. Uh, not Bobby Orr because he's got like seven, I think. Pick another defenseman that you've definitely heard of, not currently playing, obviously, that has more one hundred point seasons than uh, actually uh, tied with McDavid with five defenseman also played for the oilers for part of his career played for that gives oilers. it away pronger never had a hundred point season did he no, no. Uh, i don't know about never but definitely didn't have five no dude this is not a hard one i'm just overthinking it now i'm just still, also played for the penguins i'm just still flabbergasted about mcdavid to be perfectly honest i don't know who is it paul coffee oh coffee Jesus Christ. That's just nuts to me, though, that he's putting up 100-point fucking seasons. He was such a freak. Dude. All right. That's insane, <laughs> so, man. There we go. That's a wrap on Ovi. Um, again, freak of nature. Um, yeah, so is Connor McDavid, apparently. Dude, you're, t- <laughs> you're totally right. Paul Coffey does not get talked about enough. Oh, no. I, he is, aside from Pateri Newman and Kalen Addison, he is my favorite <laughs> defenseman that has ever played. I actually have, uh, you know how you can get those, like, you can do custom jerseys. Yeah. They did one. Uh, I mean, they've had them in the past for the St. Paddy's Day shirts. I have a Pittsburgh Penguins one that's like green and it's all like, you know, St. Paddy's themed. And I just put coffee on the back with his number yeah. for Irish coffee. That's awesome. 1,400 games. In the it's my St. Paddy's shirt. I love it. Fucking right, it's Paul Coffee. Fucking right, it's Paul Coffee. Right. I think one of my favorite defensemen is honestly Christian Erhoff. I don't know why. I liked him a lot I in his when he was good. Like yeah, he so when he was good, Buffalo he was underrated, him. and then the rest of the time it was like, oh, okay, I yeah. see. 
He almost helped the Canucks. To One of your play. favorite, though. Like, right up there with Keith Ballard, huh? Oh, my God. All right, moving on. Um, Isha, to keep it on uh, positive notes let's talk about the canucks mm. they've been in the news a little bit here there's nothing you, you, positive. you pick which one you want to lead with i mean i guess this is a little bit positive rick talkett is rumored to be the new head coach of the vancouver canucks yeah and it's it's interesting to look at too because i do see it being an okay fit but again yeah. i i don't know how that family is going to be okay paying multiple coaches like that it's weird um but rumor is that basically they've met uh, and thank you, Jeff Merrick. You're a godsend. I love you. Um, basically, the terms are on the table. It's up to the Canucks if they want to do it or not. Yeah. Like, Talkit has told them his requirements. Like, everyone's on the same page with what's expected from a philosophical perspective. Obviously, it's compensation, but, you know, whatever it is with the coaching staff. And, yeah, it's really just do they bite? Do they decide to do it? Um, and and they're just sitting watching it all happen is Bruce Boudreaux. I feel so bad for the guy, man. He's getting paid. I know he's getting paid, but, but yes, still, this is sucks. not easy. I mean, you know, we, we get paid for our jobs too, and there's always, you know, there's just tough times. Oh no, it, for sure. And it just it just sucks. Is like he's such a likable guy in hockey, and I know everyone in Minnesota loves him as well. Oh yeah, and I mean he'll get another job if, no he wants, if, if he wants. You if know, he wants, this could he could just be like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. I'm done. Or he just signs up with a shitty team and is like, yeah, I'll do this. Like, as long as you're giving me term and money, fuck watch, it. Watch him go coach. Does he, doesn't he? he own an ECHL team or something? No, he owns a junior team. A junior team? Watch him just go fucking coach them. <laughs> I cannot see him being willing to deal with that bullshit. Um, but maybe, you aren't maybe. fucking trying hard enough. <laughs> I do see it being an okay fit, though, with Tockett. Um, obviously, there's some bias here, but... I thought that he was the best assistant coach that the Penguins have had in decades. He was on top of being the Phil Kessel whisperer, which he's most known for. Like he, he's a guy that understands players, right? Like it's, it's not my way or the highway. It's like, okay, let me understand you. You need to understand me. Stamkos Let's is figure out how too. we can get the pulse. Right. Yep. And I, I think that's something that could be really helpful for guys like Quinn Hughes, guys like, Elias Pettersson. Um, and he is a good coach. I think it would do a ton for special teams as well, like power play and penalty kill. He's a guy that was pretty solid at architecting both. Yeah. Now, what's the staff going to look like around him is the question because there are gaps in what he does. It's going to be interesting to see if he does get brought in. Okay, who, who is surrounding him? But I don't hate the move. Like he no, is me a, neither. He is a good coach. And something like something needs to happen there. Like there have to be changes. And yes, I would like it to be at a higher level. So I don't think Rutherford's doing a good job with this team. I don't think the Aquilinis are fit to keep owning this hockey team. Well, that's their decision. But, but yeah, but, decision but like, only. you know, but like, you know, what, what can I do about that? I can't really yeah, do anything. That, that, like, ain't like, okay. So we, we trickle down a little bit more, I guess, you know, changing the coach because everyone knows Bruce Boudreaux is just, He's dead man walking. Well, talking about ownership and talking about the uh, status of the organization, uh, Quinn Hughes, basically, uh, I mean, he didn't come out and bluntly bash them, but, but basically said they have fucked up with Tanner Pearson. Put it this way. Um, it was enough that the Canucks actually edited his interviews to take that no part way. out. In their, yeah, when they reposted on their channels, according to TSN. 
That's brilliant. Yeah. So it, so, it yep, irked them they, enough. They got caught. <laughs> yeah. It irked them enough that they're like, oof, we we don't want our one of our star players, one of the faces of the franchise, dogging us in this situation. Well, maybe they Picking shouldn't fucking dog their players. Yeah. So let's get into it. What what went what went down? I, I don't know the specifics around Tanner Pearson's injury and what's all been going on to try and bring him back, but he's on his second or third surgery coming up here, and, and it was definitely shut down for the season. It was supposed to be four weeks. It's now six months. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And uh, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently Quinn Hughes and Tanner Pearson are pretty tight, which has got to be weird for Isha because he loves and hates each side. Hey, I, I'm so. in Pearson's corner on this one. No, but you hate him. I don't like his contract nor really the player much on the ice. But I'm, I'm in his, like I said, I'm in his corner in this situation. Don't like the player much on the ice. Hate the contract. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as continue as uh, Zuccarello, right? God. Same, same mantra. I love, <laughs> love the player. Hate the contract. Uh, don't really like the player on the ice. Hate the contract. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not much more to it that I know of. Obviously it's just that, Quinn Hughes speaking out against the team in a post-game presser. Not a great look. No. And maybe he's just trying to force his way out. He's, he's already well, bought property in New Jersey, man. When, when Gillis and Gilman were running the Vancouver Canucks, they had some of the best medical staff on the team. So, so good that actually the, the golden state warriors brought the Vancouver Canucks head medical staff over to them when the whole, you know, coaching and management was was turned around almost a decade ago now so that just shows that like back then it was it was one of the best in the league now you look at some of the history then Farhan Lalji on TSN um he was talking about how like you look at Brock Besser even even under the Jim Bending era you look at Brock Besser's injury look at some of the recent players who have been kind of mishandled with the Vancouver Canucks as far as the recovery as far as being mixed uh misdiagnosed um, Dickinson, Jason Dickinson, when he played there, was being another, uh, was said to be another guy who was frustrated with how his injuries were handled, and it's it's not a good look, especially you know when Quinn Hughes comes out and says that. But it, but at the end of the day, like these guys' health, like it, that matter that should matter most to the organization first and foremost in their mind if they want to win to get the player back on the ice who you've invested all this money in who you expect to you know score goals like a Tanner Pearson. But also just like the player has every right to like expect that signing with this organization, having that in their contract. So not a good look, just another another disappointing story coming out of Vancouver. And again, for me, man, like it, it's, it starts with the Aquilinis and I thought maybe Jim Rutherford could come in and do better than the other Jim. It just seems just as much of a shit show as it was when Benning was running it. Yep. Yep. And apparently JT Miller is just, everyone hates him now. So. All right, well, all of us uh, love hating the Canucks situation. Yes. Uh, Let's transition here. On the other side, we will dive a little bit more into your Minnesota Man Bear Pegs. Just want to take this quick break, folks, to tell you about our friends at Waggle Golf. Don't forget to get your Waggle on today. The best damn golf apparel in the world. And yes, they ship internationally as well. If you want to look fly as hell in Canada, you can do so. Go check them out. GetYourWaggleOn.com. Check out the best golf shirts, half zips, hats, toques, beanies to you all in the United States. The whole nine yards. They have some of their 
Regular items that are so popular year-round, as well as custom drops seemingly every couple months. So check them out on social media, and don't forget to visit their website, getyourwaggleon.com. You'll see me and Hoppy, we rep that stuff with pride. We love it, and we don't just wear it. We don't just show it off because they're friends of us here on the podcast. We wear it because we love it, and we're not the biggest golfers out there. Look good, feel good, and if you're on the courses in the summer, Play good. Get your waggle on dogcom. So let me ask you something. Do you like the shootout in the National Hockey League? Define like. Do you tolerate it? <laughs> Well, no, but like, what do you mean? Like, uh, what about it? Like, does it upset you that it exists? That's the better question. No, because it needs to exist. Okay, so, so many people on social media are going crazy against the shootout. Not only in the Minnesota market, and a lot of them were just like, shootout's the stupidest thing ever in the National Hockey League. Go 10-minute overtime and, you know, whatever. Like, everyone had their own, you know, rule set for it as far as how the standings will go in that I've never disliked the shootout. I, like you, think it's necessary. But it's just crazy how, like, people are pushing back on it almost as much as they are on fighting these days. Well, so, I mean, here's the truth about it. Like, yeah, in a perfect world, do you have an overtime until it's settled? Yeah, that'd be great. It's never going to happen because of player safety, right? These players don't want to play more minutes. They want to get out and move on to the next, especially and TV contract slots. Let's be honest, especially with some of these condensed schedules too. They're like, I I think I heard the Seattle Kraken have three weeks in a row in January of four game. Jeez. That's that's, that's fucking insane. That's insane. So you're telling me you want to have them playing uh, like 10 minute plus overtime to determine this. Um, So uh, either, you can have ties, which I think would upset people even more. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. People were suggesting ties over well, this shit. If, if that's their solution, then I guess that's their call. That's up to them. I don't like that. I'd rather see I don't the game like it. end I don't, with I a don't winner and a loser. Either. That, I, and that's a really big problem when you look at sports betting and how much mm. it's growing and how that's going to be a catalyst for some of the revenue share. Yeah. So I, I don't think that that's an option, but if that's your solution, then fine. You're at least thinking about it the right way. If you think, Oh, let's do a 10 minute three on three instead. Someone has to score. No, these teams, the way that they've adapted and learned how to play three on three overtime, it's so conservative. It's hold on to the puck, throw it out to the middle and regroup, make sure you maintain possession not going to take a crazy risk because if you do and you lose the puck, they're going the other way and scoring. Yeah. Like it's just not feasible in the game today. Like now, I'm sure shootouts, like the percentage of how many shootouts we see has gone down since three on three, but I can't imagine it's gone down like a significant amount. I think it initially went down. I doubt that it's still down though. Yeah. Again, I think teams are way too calculated with it. It's basically hold on to it for the entire overtime and then take a shot. Yeah. It's, it's really dumb. I hate it. Um, now, if there were shootouts in the playoffs, I'd burn shit. Like, that's oh, a that's real re- problem. No, that that's not happen. a real way to win. That can't happen. But in today's NHL, where they're driving parity and they won't break away from the two-point system, teams are going to, like, if you're in the last five minutes of a, a regular season game and you're tied, both teams are playing for overtime. 
both teams are going to pick their shots in overtime and then, okay, I guess it goes to shootout if we don't and find I, a way to I, make it work. And I like it because it's just like, there's not, you know, there, there's quote unquote special teams in hockey, right? There's PK, there's power play, but then there's also like the shootout specialist. And like, it's, it's awesome to see that one fourth liner on the team who also just has the hands. And sometimes the, you know, the coach put, Throws uh, out there. Or the third pairing player, shout out Pateri Numlin. I was just gonna say, My and hero. then there's players like Pateri Numlin that are you know famous for the shootout, and those like fucking Linus Allmark. I will always remember that guy in Edmonton because Dude. of his crazy shootouts. Oh, first off, his crazy shootouts were before he was in Edmonton. <laughs> he only had one or two in Edmonton. I guess yeah, he only had that spinorama one. Dude, that the one, the one that he pulled in fucking oh, international yes, play yes with sweden and then of course though datsu comes back and pulls it off now it didn't kiss the crossbar so it's not quite the same yeah. but i'm sorry for doing it off the cuff good for datsu yes like again best player that i've ever watched play like not like going back and like watching replays like Pavel Datsuk is such a good player. And I say that not liking the Red Wings. I love Pavel he, He's Datsuk. one of the best to ever play he the game. He's a freak. He's one of the best. Best two-way game, best hands. Dude, he looks like a slight human. He will <laughs> fucking truck stick It's you. crazy. He is, he is just different. He's built different. You know, He is the only player that's capable of selling a hockey stick that has holes in the shaft. <laughs> no one else could pull that off. He's he's so amazing. Um, Another great guy I, mean, I remember on the shootout was mike ribeiro too that guy crushed it with the shootout he was solid but i still think behind Pateri newman who's the greatest of all time i would say it's basically sam gagne and patrick kane <laughs> yeah lose. oh their their hands are just gagne's so got crazy good hands Dude, gagne might i even put him ahead of kane it's nuts it really is but those two it's like God, they played on a line together in junior. In That's fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, I, man, so shootout, do I prefer it? No. Is it cool sometimes? Like, actually, when they first introduced it, I loved it just because it was like new yeah, and yeah. like no one had done it. But no, I, I agree. It's gotten tired and it's not the best way to win a game, but it's that or tie. There is no in between. Yeah. If you think otherwise, I'm not telling you that like I have a problem with it. I'm just telling you it won't happen and that you're wrong. I saw some people being like, well, like more scoring chances game gives them the like the point difference, you know, three points versus two. And I was like, ah. well, first off, if I'd I in my top five list of like dream scenarios for the NHL to make rule changes, one of them is the three point system, but they won't do it because yeah. they want to force parity. No, I know. So not going to happen. That's fine. Anyways, Whatever. Wild fell to the Rangers in shootouts where I was going. Um, it's still weird to me to think that like Zuccarello was such a staple for the Rangers. And that's like when I thought Zuccarello, I just thought him, I thought of him in blue. And now it's like, it's completely changed. It's only wild. And will like, it will always be remembered as a Minnesota wild player because of a, his chemistry with Kirill Kaprizov and being like, that was his line mate when Kaprizov, you know, is started his career in the national hockey. League. And now like, I, I think green before blue. When I when I think of uh, Zuccarello, you have to because he's there right now. I think when he retires, it's going to be a completely different story, and it also depends on how he wraps up his career. He's had a couple great seasons with Kaprizov. If he can sustain that through the end of his contract, and maybe he signs like a friendly, cheaper deal to stay with the team because he loves Kaprizov and he loves Minnesota, like that will impact how people view him. It's going to be pretty tough from a market perspective to say that he's a minnesota wild not a new york ranger what about a dallas star it's very brief two games <laughs> very brief um i hope he i hope he 
continues to do well. Yeah, do are, do Wild fans feel okay that they have a former Dallas Star on their team? I know the Dallas Stars are the worst franchise in existence. I honestly don't even think some of them knew he even played with the Stars. Oh, some of them don't know that he played for the Rangers. (laughs) Not our listeners, but there's plenty out there that probably like have no idea. Like, man, where'd this guy pop from? Yeah, that's true. That's hilarious. This 26 year old Matt Zuccarello. Like, no, he's he's like 36. 36. Wait, what? (laughs) He looks 26. How did it take so long for him to break into the NHL? Was he in Iowa for that long? Oh my God, stop. He looks fucking 26, though, that fucking beauty. Ageless wonder. Uh, dude, it's crazy, too, because, like, him and Hank were such good friends. Yeah. Like, those two have to be on the Mount Rushmore for most beautiful Oh yeah, NHL players in the past couple decades. Yeah, they're up there with Yossi and Wilson, for sure. I don't know about Yossi. Yeah. I think you. I think he weirdly looks like my brother, so I'm not willing to say that. I don't see that at all, but. That's okay. because you probably have seen like one picture of Yossi ever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, no. <laughs> I've seen enough to put put him on the Mount Rushmore. We'll no, I think I think we'll you're just con- I think you're conflicted <laughs> because you've used the the Kirkland sized lube when looking at his pictures, and like now it's conflicting in your brain. Like I jerked off to Joe before. Uh, maybe maybe. It's a little fucked up, but um, all right. moving on to the Arizona game. <laughs> well, first off, Rangers confirmed frauds. Okay. Yeah. They are frauds because it took them a shootout to beat the Wild in an awful game. Yeah. Anyone that thinks that the Wild were remotely good in that game, you're lying to yourself or you just didn't pay attention. Um, all right, we can move on. Rangers, frauds forever. Goudreau, I mean, game-winning goals just find his stick. And you tweeted out the... Who? Freddie Goudreau. Oh, oh, Freddie Everson. Oh, yes. yes, sorry. Yes, uh, yeah. Th- I mean, that was such a Is great... there a magnet on his stick or like what's going oh, on here? No, dude, it's not even that there's a magnet on his stick. How do we have four guys within five feet of the crease? And then you have uh, who even threw the pass? I can't remember now. I don't remember. Unimportant. But someone throws it through the crease, goes past Steele, goes past Felino, and then <laughs> gets to Freddie to score. Like it literally went right under their sticks. It was just so funny to see that. But it's like, of course, um, of course, it's going to hit Freddie, though. At this point, it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of how much for the Freddie Goudreau extension because there's no way unless Dean Evison isn't with the team after this year, which I would yeah why wouldn't think would be unlikely. But there's no way that they're letting Freddie go unless he comes in with crazy demands. But I think he's a guy that understands his role and knows who he is and wants to be here. I don't know what that contract ends up looking like. I don't know what a friendly deal would be. Yeah, but. I got to imagine he's not going anywhere. No. And hey, he's helped. He may not light up the stat sheet with the points, but he actually helps this team win. And then that's important. Now, when you evaluate this, though, again, everyone should be aware as it sits today with no extensions being made as of yet. The Wild have three or 13 players under contract next season with 16 mil in cap space based on, again, players that are technically ufa or rfa we're gonna have to give money to boldy you got players like goudreau addison that are gonna need money does Duham stay or go like there's a lot of question marks there but <clears throat> there's room to make decisions yeah um so it'll be interesting to see some of that pan out everyone should go check out by the way if you're subscribed to the athletic if you're not then sorry you're doing it wrong 
Uh, but Joe Smith put out an article that goes over some of the the trade line uh, philosophies. We'll say, did I say trade line? Trade deadline. That's right. See, I make mistakes too, but I just catch myself. Isha doesn't even know what he says. <laughs> but uh, trade I just deadline. Pretend it doesn't happen. <laughs> Radio Rule One Hundred One. Just keep going. <laughs> trade deadline philosophies for Bill Guerin, but also gets into uh, contract talks a little bit. Talks about Matt Boldy and some of his comparables, where he might land. Uh, definitely check it out. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much here, but. We'll say Boldy's camp is open. He he could do a bridge. He could sign long-term, which depends on where the numbers land. But there's some really good comparables in there and some good insight as to where that's, a, you know, how we would project that contract. Um, so check that out for sure. Um, but yes, Isha, anything else from uh, the Arizona game? You know, there's definitely nothing that's like super copy and paste gimmicky that everyone's going to talk about. I mean... Kirill Kaprizov's 100th goal was stolen by a guy whose last name is Steele. Uh, not only, well, first off, it was stolen by stupid process. I hate that there's offside review, but whatever. It's here to stay. Um, but not only was it his 100th goal, it was on the anniversary of his first NHL goal. Honestly, I'm, I'm glad it happened because it makes for a storyline, and that's hilarious. <laughs> well, no, it makes for a storyline if it did happen. It technically never happened. I mean, it never happened, but it not happening is the storyline now, and it's hilarious. Oh, oh, so do you think it's more of a story that it didn't happen yes. than that it did? Yes, 100%. 100%. Again, because also it was steel, and I just find it hilariously ironic. Can you imagine, though, like, let's say that that, like, the puck never went in the net. Nothing like that happened. And Russo writes the story about, man, guess what didn't happen tonight, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Kaprizov could have scored his 100th goal on the anniversary of his first ever goal. Man, that would have been cool. I mean, is That's it basically what you're talking about right is now. Is it confirmed that he didn't write that? I'm looking right now. <laughs> he might have. I, he probably tweeted well, something. No but, no, but that's – no, you're not listening to me. I'm saying – if there was nothing that even could have been considered a possible goal oh, yeah. <laughs> and he writes that story like, no, of course he did now, because like you said, no, it's yeah. a story now, but it's like, can you imagine if someone made it that story when there wasn't like an offsides that called off a goal, just being like, dude, that man guys, what could have been <laughs> That is smart blogging. That is smart. journalism. I love it. <laughs> That is something I would reach for <laughs> if I was Jeez. working for the athletic. All right. Well, we're moving on from that. This is just, uh, um, I mean, is there anything there? It's been a slow week as far as wild news. And let's be honest. We're in like the lull of the wild. Season. haven't been very good, man. Yeah. Uh, straight up. Call a spade a spade. They, they fortunately pulled out wins against the Islanders and the coyotes. Didn't look great in either. Granted, they actually piled on a bunch of shots uh, against the Islanders. And, and Islanders, they're a good team. They're a good yeah. team. They're an average team with an elite goalie. They're a good defensive team. Elias Shirokin is so fucking good. I've I said it last year, even when he won yes, the Vesna. Shirokin is better than Shisterkin. I will not pedal or backpedal from that. Like Shirokin Shisterkin. The, the best three goalies in the NHL are Russian, and it's Vasilevsky, Shirokin, Shisterkin. Man, when am I ever gonna see another good Canadian goalie? I get Mark Andre Fleury. He's all right. Millich, baby. Millich. Oh my goodness. If you could have heard the NHL network's fucking just swooning over him, 
oh, this guy's just been so good. Like, shut the fuck up. You guys said coming into the tournament, like, yeah, USA and Canada are really good, but their goalies suck. <laughs> I swear that the color guy on the NHL network was his dad because because Gord dude. Miller, Gord Miller was calling it like as it should have been. But I listened to the NHL network for that game against the US and I was Joe and I were laughing. We almost were going to make a drinking game out of it. Like how many times has this guy praised Miller? <laughs> like all tournament, he has not been good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he showed up for that game. Let's go gold. Medal. I think in the future, you should say color commentary. Don't say the color guy, because when you say it fast, it comes off bad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Apologies, Kevin Weeks. Apologies, Kevin Weeks. <laughs> um, that's I mean, that's all we have really for wild talk, folks. Just want to say check out Judge Buds for more on Minnesota Wild prospects. But I do want to comment on some of the players in Iowa. Jesper Wallstadt um, is one of the players of the week in the AHL, as well as Sammy Walker. So two Iowa players, player of the week. Rossi, by the way, 16 points in 17 games there. How are you? How are you? So even though Iowa's team is kind of hit and miss, they're, they're, they're not a dominant team in the AHL right now. Like still the players that were hoping to play well are playing well. And that's good to see. And also from just my, this is completely just me here, but I wanted to give out a shout out. Shout out to Vancouver Canucks legend, Criff Ronning's kid, Ty Ronning. First, uh, first, de- first year with the Iowa wild. And he's actually having a DC year. Now he's, he's never going to be an NHLer, but happy to see him actually, coming back up from the ECHL and, you know, playing in the AHL. So shout out to Ty Ronning and my fucking boy, Joe Hicketts out of Kamloops, BC. He honestly, Hobby, he was my favorite WHL Victoria Royal of like of all time. And he always will be. He was the captain of that team. Um, when they like had their best years, when they had their wars against the so Vancouver hot. giants, when they had their wars against the Seattle Thunderbirds and the fact that he's, you know, part of an organization you know, that we cover here on the Soda Pod, I just I just can't believe it. Like, what are the odds that Joe fucking Hicketts, who played in the WHL of Victoria Royals, who I followed all through college, like, the the most, like, the, the seasons where I saw the most Victoria Royal games, Joe Hicketts was the captain, so I just think it's fucking awesome. He's having a good season with them. Um, 25 points in 35 games. He's defensive, and he's third in scoring. 26 years old. Like, he, he is a veteran. He's an AHLer, but, hey, maybe he gets the call up down the road even just for one game and i would i would be so happy for him so i just wanted to give a shout out to him as i like went through iowa's roster a little bit after listening to the last judd's buds episode but if you folks want your prospect fix check out judd's buds featuring the state of hoppy now moving not forward. Fe- no 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 including not oh, featuring. including including yeah, i am not featured in any way <laughs> i don't want that to scare people away from listening i'm just there to make sure that what could be covered in an hour doesn't turn into three hours that's basically my and making sure that Z shows up. Those are my jobs. Which hey, so far so, so good. <laughs> I mean, hey, two for two. It's not it's not a trend, but it's a start. Um, all yeah, right, now that Isha's thing. done stroking off, on the other side we have the YouTube review that needs to happen. UAF Nanukaki promo review again on the other side. All right, Isha, where do we want to start? I mean, this is first off just like acid trip okay perfection so everybody who has not watched this yet pause the podcast yes go it's, on youtube no don't go on youtube literally just pause right now go on twitter or twitter. go to the soda pod if you follow that's easy if you don't it's at the soda pod Even no better. spaces nothing separating and the pinned tweet will have the link to the full length youtube video there you go incredible so we'll give you a second here pause if you have not seen it 
or if you don't give a shit, then just keep listening. That's up to you. Um, all right, Isha, uh, this is a bizarre promo video that I'm absolutely obsessed with. I wish the Minnesota Wild had this level of creativity. It, Honestly, it is unbelievable. There's so much happening in this promo video, and it it gives me like the old junior hockey vibes. But the junior hockey promos were like 15 to to 40 seconds max, like under a minute. I would even say 30 seconds, like well under a minute. And yeah, it's got like kind of the the goofy 90s graphics, and it's like you know, it's got probably like the Metallica or Megadeth in the background. It gets you going. This is that times times five it's unbelievable it's unbelievable like i would run through a fucking wall for this team if that was my college dude after seeing that promo and i swear it's like the creatives at the team were like we need something that will connect with the students we want to we want to do it on a budget let's go to some film student they went to like the most like the, the the film student who like he knows his way around a good acid tab and they were like, "You, you're the one no, dude, to make what, this." What I what I envision happening is they found like this like straight and narrow kid, like who's like <sighs> like a you know intern for the athletic department, and then like all of a sudden they get sick, and it's like last minute, like we need this now, and they find some random guy grab him, and he's like. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I just see him in that, in just like a like a hippie poncho, like, like right after he drops the acid, he's like, "Oh fuck." Uh, yeah, we can figure this That's out. That's exactly how they go. They're like, "Hey, you've done some you you've done some graphic design back in the day for video, right?" And he just like literally like, finger to tongue, and he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Perfect, <laughs> let's go." And as he's like walking, he's like, "What's the project?" They're like, "Hockey team promo." And he's like, "Oh fuck, baby, let's go." And I mean, uh, for me, the there's a lot of great visual elements to this, but the the thing that stands out the most is the subtle jabs at the other teams that were in the so conference let's get, let's at the time. Let's just break it down front, like front to back. Let's break it. Oh, down. we're just going through the whole thing. Let's oh, do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. I, I figured we were going to talk about things we wanted to talk about, but sure. Um, starting then, and this goes off one of the things again, taking jabs at other teams. Uh, you see this ship rolling through in, you know, Arctic waters and uh, the ship reads the sea wolf, <laughs> obviously the rivals in state there being the sea wolves. Uh, or, uh, Alaska Anchorage, which uh, good for them for having a program. Yes. Um, and then the bear emerges. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It, it dips down under the <laughs> ice and you see this like frozen, like basically fossilized. Like, it, dude, it's Austin Powers. It came to it's life. It's Austin yes. Powers. Yep. They have the frozen, like preserved bear. And all of a sudden it's like, Ba-bom, like comes to life, bright blue eyes. You see lightning streaking through. And it rises through the ice, and it's fucking like twice the size of the ship. It makes a hockey <laughs> stick out of just like it's a lightsaber. Uh, yeah, like pretty much like a lightsaber. It's a, it's style a Star Trek stick. homage. Destroys the the ship, which yes. is amazing. <laughs> and then we don't know how, but all of a sudden it gets into a fucking fighter jet, <laughs> and you get the you get the <laughs> this is where the acid comes into play. <laughs> Oh yeah, because acid didn't come into play for that first scene. <laughs> but they're they're in fighter jets, and immediately you get the theme music oh. for Top Gun. So they didn't care about any copyright. <laughs> they, just they didn't care about any copyright at all. They're just like, fuck it, we're going up, we're going hard in the paint here. It was great. Um, but then what they do with that is shoot down three rival schools: <laughs> Miami, Ohio, Ohio State and michigan state and they do it so fast that like we had to like rewatch it a couple times to like make catch sure, yeah. which which teams it actually was and then they 
launch a couple shots into uh, volcanoes and the whole world yeah, they, goddamn they explodes. blow up the earth and then go into hyperspeed in space until oh, they like jump into a wormhole yeah until they finally find the, the the rink which is a planet and come busting through the ceiling i mean and i mean you can't be mad when they you know he enters the carlson center the, which is like they, like welcome to the carlson center i'm like that's after all of this that's the fucking name of this arena <laughs> yeah like how do you not call that like i don't even know like at this point fucking cloud nine something or something galactic comment on the soda pot if you have if you yeah have someone come up with more creativity than us i didn't I, all of this we've thought through and then never like what could they've called the rink that would have been way better but um the, the end of it of course being just the the blue flame in the background with the logo and we get enter sandman like just like I, like i said i want to run through a wall for that alaska team every time i look look at that video. i need the minnesota wild to do something similar um lake martin commented right away saying like oh my god we need this just dub nordian oh um, for, yes. for me for me i need man bear pig <laughs> or dude imagine if you just used players like so rising from the ice is like jake middleton Oh my god. Or Revo. Revo. Yes. Then you then you get like the three captains that are flying, flying the, the jet, fighter yeah. jets. Then I don't even know who's going outer space. That seems like okay, if we're picking someone, it's probably gonna be like John Merrill. Merrill or Addison's going to space, I think. Addison could go to space. Um, I mean, could also be Caprizov. Yeah. Oh, there, no, there no, could Capri be a little, there could be a little uh, Sputnik tie in there. <laughs> <laughs> Kaprizov's the one come, like he, he's the one who's going to be like in the last like scene on the ice. Like Kaprizov's going to be like, he's going to, he's going to somehow enter. Also, the where's, where's Billy G in this? Oh, actually, more importantly, who is represented in all of these different facets? Since like, who's the ship? Is the ship Chicago? Is it Colorado? Is no, it St. No, no. Louis? The ship is Colorado, St. Louis, Chicago, and so you think Colorado is the biggest rival? Um, I'd lean Chicago. All but, things but equal. I want to see Chicago get shot down. That's why. Like you don't want to see them get sliced in half and then sink to the bottom of the Arctic Ocean. No, I'd rather Colorado right now, to be honest. But if any team's equipped to handle that, it's the Avalanche. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess. So no, no, we're going to Chicago there. I think the uh, explosions have to be Colorado, St. Louis, and at this point, no, no, is just, LA the next you, one? No, no, you just throw Wisconsin badges just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, literally, it's Green Bay Packers, Wisconsin just Badgers. It's just all Wisconsin. Yes, yes, that's it. Dude, oh, the fans that's would love that shit. They would love that shit. And to be honest, those teams would probably like chuckle and, out of this And world. then in the cockpit, we've got to have the uh, gopher from Caddyshack that's shooting the shots. Oh, my God. What, one of the fighter pilots is the gopher. One is Carl Spackler. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That, I love this. I mean, Jason Bryan, thank you so much. That was. And amazing. then for Isha and an homage to Star Trek, we have like Chewbacca flying through the wormhole. Yeah, yeah star wars but what did i say you said the other one oh. no one really cares about let's be honest um apparently like nickelodeon made like a cartoon version now that's how desperate they are 
but anyways there we go all right well that Ooh. is a wrap we'd love to wow. hear everyone's thoughts though like please, please comment on that post that's pinned if you have your personal thoughts like what's the best scene what would you twist on this to make it the best wild promo video shit maybe isha will like drop some acid and he'll make one Dude, any of you got some acid? I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> if you supply the acid, Drink, I'll make one. Drinking out of cups, being a bitch. <laughs> Absinthe or any... Have you... You haven't seen that either? No. I'm going to open your world with YouTube videos. It's going to be so I can't great. wait. I thought I knew about YouTube, but apparently I don't. No, you I don't. don't. You know Canadian YouTube, which is pretty I know. I know. Dude, like, have you watched... Um, Have you watched iDubbbz Bad Unboxing? iDubbbz Bad Unboxing series? Or the Content Cop? Probably not. And you say, I don't know about YouTube. Go back to Canada. <laughs> um, all right. Last thing to wrap it up here. Uh, you may see us time traveling uh, and coming back to you here shortly, depending on how aggressive things get at back channel. But I think, we I have, think we'll be fine. We have ultimate Vikings game day experience. It's going to be incredible. We have the Vikings and the Giants, which if I'm being honest, it's the fraud bowl. Like these are the two teams that you want to bet against in the playoffs based on how they got here and they're playing each other. The Vikings have to, have to, have to take this one. Um, hey, look, if the Jaguars could win yesterday, let's go with the Vikings. What a fucking wild. I went to bed. I, I honestly, like, well, I went, I didn't have the best sleep last night, to be perfectly honest, but I did go to bed before that game was over and I, I thought that they thought they were out of it, dude. Trevor Lawrence, man. So, uh, well, from the top rope, where there's a will, there's a fucking way. Let's go, Vikings. What? We're on the positive train. Vikings are winning, I think, by a lot. I think either of these teams, like, I don't see it being a close game. I see one of these teams embarrassing the other, and I think Vikings take it to them. But uh, again, maybe we'll be time traveling, maybe not. If you're hearing intro music right after this or uh, the closeout music, that means that we didn't time travel. <laughs> Thanks, folks, for tuning in. Signing off, I'm Misha Drill Me alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by our friends at Better Edge, 7th Avenue Pizza, Northland Vodka, and Waggle Golf. We good, man? Crisscross applesauce. We good. Don't fear, just drink some beer, and stay wild.